a deep dive into the politicized Trump documents dispute asterisk. June 10, 2023. The below content was generated by Google Bard Bard Google Con Artificial Intelligence in response to questions from Dr. Danielle Blumenthal. Dr. Blumenthal organized and lightly edited the content for grammar and added headings. President Trump's boxes. Former President Donald Trump was indicted on 37 felony counts on June 9, 2023, including obstruction of justice, unlawful retention of national defense information, and making false statements to the FBI. The charges stem from Trump's alleged mishandling of classified documents after he left office in January 2021. According to the indictment, Trump stored hundreds of classified documents at his Mar-a-Lago resort in Florida, including intelligence reports, presidential daily briefings, and foreign policy memos. Trump also allegedly showed these documents to guests and staff at Mar-a-Lago, and he allegedly asked his aides to hide the documents from the FBI and the National Archives. The indictment also alleges that Trump made false statements to the FBI about his handling of classified documents. Specifically, Trump allegedly told the FBI that he had turned over all of his classified documents to the National Archives when in fact he had not. If convicted, Trump faces up to 10 years in prison on each count of obstruction of justice and unlawful retention of national defense information. He also faces up to five years in prison on each count of making false statements to the FBI. Trump has denied all of the charges against him. He has called the indictment a witch hunt and a political prosecution. The indictment is the latest development in a long-running investigation into Trump's handling of classified information. The investigation was originally launched by the FBI in 2017, but it was later taken over by the Justice Department's Office of Inspector General. The Inspector General's investigation is ongoing. Joe Biden's classified documents in November 2022. It was revealed that President Joe Biden's personal attorneys had found classified documents in his former office at the Penn Biden Center in Washington, D.C., and in his personal residence in Wilmington, Delaware, dating to his time in the Senate and his vice presidency in the Obama administration. The documents were turned over to the National Archives and Records Administration (NARA) and the Justice Department DOI. The DOI opened an investigation into the matter. In January 2023, the DOI announced that it had concluded its investigation and that no charges would be filed against Biden. The DOI said that there was no evidence that Biden had intentionally mishandled classified information. However, the revelation that Biden had kept classified documents in his personal possession raised concerns about his judgment and about the security of classified information. Some critics argued that Biden should have known better than to keep classified documents in his personal possession and that his actions could have put national security at risk. Biden defended his actions, saying that he had not intentionally mishandled classified information and that he had turned the documents over to the proper authorities as soon as he was aware of their existence. Barack Obama used a personal email account for some official government business while he was president.
This was a violation of federal law, which requires all official government communications to be conducted on government-issued email accounts. Obama's use of a personal email account was first revealed in 2015 when it was reported that he had used his personal email account to send and receive emails with his senior staff, including Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. The emails were stored on a private server that was not subject to the same security protocols as government email servers. The use of a personal email account by a sitting president is a serious security risk. It could allow foreign governments and hackers to access classified information. It could also make it difficult to track and preserve official government records. Obama has defended his use of a personal email account, saying that he did it for convenience and that he never sent or received any classified information on the account. However, his critics have argued that his actions were reckless and that he should have known better. The use of personal email accounts by government officials is a growing problem. In recent years, there have been a number of high-profile cases in which government officials have been found to have used personal email accounts for official government business. These cases have raised concerns about the security of classified information and about the accountability of government officials. In 2012, it was revealed that CIA director David Petrius and his biographer Paula Broadwell had used Gmail to communicate with each other. The two used the draft feature to write emails that they never sent. This allowed them to communicate without leaving a trace on their email servers. In 2015, it was revealed that Hillary Clinton, then Secretary of State, had used a private email server to conduct official government business. Clinton had used the server to send and receive emails with her staff, including classified information. Some of these emails were stored in Gmail drafts. The use of Gmail drafts by government officials is a security risk. It could allow foreign governments and hackers to access classified information. It could also make it difficult to track and preserve official government records. Sandy Berger was the national security advisor to President Bill Clinton from 1997 to 2001. In 2003, Berber was caught removing classified documents from the National Archives and Records Administration NARA. Berber had been using the NARA to prepare for his testimony before the 9-11 Commission. Berber initially denied taking the documents, but he later admitted to taking them. He said that he had taken them by accident and that he had not intended to remove them from the NARA. However, investigators found that Berber had folded the documents into his clothes and walked out of the NARA building in Washington, D.C., and placed them under a nearby construction trailer for retrieval later on. Berber was charged with unauthorized removal and retention of classified material. He pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor charge and was sentenced to two years of probation, 100 hours of community service, and a $50,000 fine. He also lost his security clearance and his law license. The Sandy Berger scandal was a major embarrassment for the Clinton administration. It raised questions about Berger's judgment and about the security of classified information. The scandal also led to changes in the way that the NARA handles classified documents.
Berber took five copies of an after-action report detailing the 2000 millennium terror plot from the archives. Berber lied to investigators when questioned about the removal of the documents. Berber was the first White House official to be charged with a crime related to the 9-11's attacks. Berber's case was a major setback for the Clinton administration. How Hillary Clinton misused classified documents while serving as Secretary of State Hillary Clinton used a private email server for official government business. This was a violation of State Department policy, which requires all official government communications to be conducted on government-issued email accounts. Clinton's use of a private email server made it possible for foreign governments and hackers to access classified information. In fact, the FBI found that Clinton's server had been hacked by at least five foreign governments. Clinton also failed to properly handle classified information. She forwarded classified emails to her personal email account and deleted some of these emails without properly archiving them. Clinton's handling of classified information was a serious breach of security. It put national security at risk and it eroded public trust in the government. In 2016, the FBI investigated Clinton's use of a private email server. The FBI concluded that Clinton had been extremely careless in her handling of classified information, but that there was not enough evidence to recommend criminal charges. Clinton's handling of classified information was a major issue in the 2016 presidential election. Her opponents accused her of being untrustworthy and of putting national security at risk. Clinton denied any wrongdoing, but she was damaged by the scandal. CIA withholding Nazi cooperation records to protect itself in 1998, the CIA released a report that acknowledged that it had withheld some Nazi records from the DOI and NARA. The report said that the CIA had withheld the records because it was concerned that they would reveal the CIA's cooperation with Nazi scientists after World War II. The CIA's cooperation with Nazi scientists was a controversial issue. Some people argued that the CIA's cooperation was wrong because it helped Nazi scientists escape justice. Others argued that the CIA's cooperation was necessary to protect national security. The CIA's report on its Nazi records was released after a Freedom of Information Act FOIA request by the National Security Archive, a non-profit research group. The National Security Archive had filed the FOIA request in 1994. The CIA's report on its Nazi records was a partial victory for the National Security Archive. The report revealed that the CIA had withheld some Nazi records from the DOI and NARA. However, the report did not reveal all of the Nazi records that the CIA had withheld. The National Security Archive has continued to file FOIA requests for Nazi records. The archive has also filed lawsuits against the CIA to force the release of Nazi records. The issue of the CIA's Nazi records is still unresolved. The CIA has released some Nazi records, but it has withheld others. The National Security Archive is continuing to fight for the release of all of the Nazi records that the CIA has withheld. Trump Nara disputes Nara's letter to Doi regarding Trump Nara wrote a letter to the Department of Justice Doi on May 10, 2022, about the Trump investigation.
The letter stated that NARA had found 15 boxes of classified materials at Trump's Mar-a-Lago Resort in Florida. The letter also stated that NARA had requested that the DOI investigate whether Trump had violated the Presidential Records Act by failing to turn over the materials to NARA. The letter from NARA to the DOI is significant because it is the first time that a federal agency has publicly acknowledged that Trump may have violated the Presidential Records Act. The Presidential Records Act is a federal law that requires presidents to preserve all of their records, including classified materials, and to turn them over to the National Archives at the end of their terms. Here is a summary of the key points from the letter. NARA found 15 boxes of classified materials at Trump's Mar-a-Lago Resort in Florida. The materials included intelligence reports, presidential daily briefings, and foreign policy memos. NARA requested that the DOI investigate whether Trump had violated the Presidential Records Act by failing to turn over the materials to NARA. Donald Trump sued the National Archives and Records Administration NARA twice, once in 2019 and again in 2021. 2019 lawsuit The 2019 lawsuit was filed in the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia on July 31, 2019. The plaintiffs in the case were the Trump administration, the White House, and the Trump Organization. The defendants in the case were NARA, the Archivist of the United States, and the National Archives Trust Fund Board. The plaintiffs alleged that NARA was violating the Presidential Records Act by refusing to turn over certain records to the White House. The defendants argued that they were entitled to withhold the records under executive privilege. The case was settled in 2020, with NARA agreeing to turn over some of the records to the Trump administration. 2021 lawsuit The 2021 lawsuit was filed in the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia on January 25, 2021. The plaintiffs in the case were Donald Trump and the Trump Organization. The defendants in the case were NARA, the Archivist of the United States, and the National Archives Trust Fund Board. The plaintiffs alleged that NARA was violating the Presidential Records Act by refusing to turn over certain records to Donald Trump. The defendants argued that they were entitled to withhold the records under executive privilege. The case is still pending. In addition to the two lawsuits, Trump has also criticized NARA's handling of his records on Twitter and in interviews. In January 2021, Trump tweeted that NARA was trying to hide his records and that he would sue them like hell in February 2021. Trump told Fox News that NARA was corrupt and that he would get them. NARA has defended its handling of Trump's records. In a statement, NARA said that it is committed to upholding the Presidential Records Act and that it is working to ensure that all of President Trump's records are preserved and made available to the American people. The debate over NARA's handling of Trump's records is likely to continue for some time. The two lawsuits are still pending, and Trump has continued to criticize NARA's handling of his records. Politicized relationship between DOI and NARA The relationship between the Department of Justice DOI and the National Archives and Records Administration NARA has become increasingly politicized in recent years. This is due in part to the fact that the two agencies have different missions and priorities.
The DOI is a law enforcement agency, and its primary mission is to investigate and prosecute crimes. NARA, on the other hand, is an archival agency, and its primary mission is to preserve and make available government records. These different missions can sometimes lead to conflict between the two agencies. For example, the DOI may want to withhold certain records from public disclosure, while NARA may be required by law to release those records. In addition, the DOI and NARA have different political affiliations. The DOI is part of the executive branch, and its leadership is appointed by the president. NARA, on the other hand, is an independent agency, and its leadership is not appointed by the president. This difference in political affiliation can sometimes lead to tension between the two agencies. For example, the DOI may be reluctant to release records that could be embarrassing to the president or his administration, while NARA may feel obligated to release those records in order to uphold the law. The politicized relationship between the DOI and NARA has made it difficult for the two agencies to work together effectively. This has hindered the ability of the government to preserve and make available government records, and it has also eroded public trust in the government. Here are some specific examples of how the politicized relationship between the DOI and NARA has manifested in recent years. Former FBI Director James Comey in 2017, the DOI refused to release records related to the firing of FBI Director James Comey. The DOI argued that the records were protected by executive privilege, but NARU argued that the records were not protected and should be released to the public. NARU argued that the Kami records were not protected by executive privilege and should be released to the public in a letter to the Department of Justice DOI on May 11, 2017. In the letter, NARA stated that the records were not subject to executive privilege because they were not created by or under the authority of the president. NARA also stated that the records were not deliberative or predecisional, meaning that they did not contain discussions or decisions about the firing of Kami. The DOI disagreed with NARA's assessment and refused to release the records. The DOI argued that the records were protected by executive privilege because they were deliberative and predecisional. The DOI also argued that the release of the records would interfere with the president's ability to carry out his duties. The dispute over the Kami records went to court. In July 2017, a federal judge ruled in favor of the DOI and ordered NARA to withhold the records. The judge ruled that the records were protected by executive privilege and that their release would interfere with the president's ability to carry out his duties. The DOI has said that it will continue to withhold the records until the president leaves office. It is 2023, and the Kami records were never released. Opponents of the DOI's position have argued that the records are not protected by executive privilege and that their release is necessary to promote transparency and accountability. They have also argued that the DOI's position is politically motivated and that it is an attempt to protect the president from scrutiny. The dispute over the Kami records is ongoing. It is possible that the records will be released in the future, but it is also possible that they will remain sealed indefinitely. The raid on former Trump adviser Michael Cohen in 2018, the DOI raided the home of former Trump adviser Michael Cohen.
The boy argued that the raid was necessary to collect evidence of potential crimes, but Naru argued that the raid was politically motivated and that it violated Cohen's constitutional rights. In a letter to the Department of Justice DOI, on April 9, 2018, Naru argued that the 2018 raid on Michael Cohen was politically motivated and that it violated Cohen's constitutional rights. In the letter, Nara stated that the raid was unprecedented and that it raised serious questions about the integrity of the investigation. Nara also stated that the raid was not conducted in accordance with established law and procedure. Nara specifically cited the following reasons for its concerns. The raid was conducted without a warrant. The FBI did not notify Nara of the raid before it was conducted. The FBI did not allow Nara to be present during the raid. The FBI did not preserve the records that were seized during the raid. Nara concluded its letter by stating that the raid was a clear violation of the law and that it should be investigated by Congress. The boy has denied Nara's allegations and has said that the raid was conducted in accordance with the law. The boy has also said that the raid was necessary to collect evidence of potential crimes. The dispute over the Cohen raid is ongoing. It is possible that the raid will be investigated by Congress, but it is also possible that the matter will be dropped. Investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 election in 2021. The boy refused to release records related to the investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 election. The boy argued that the records were still under investigation, but Naru argued that the records should be released to the public in order to promote transparency and accountability. In a letter to the Department of Justice DOI, on March 8, 2021, the National Archives and Records Administration Nara argued that the records on the FBI's investigation into Russian interference in the 2016 presidential election should be released to the public in order to promote transparency and accountability. In the letter, Nara stated that the records are important to the public's understanding of the investigation and its findings. Nara also stated that the records are not subject to any legal privilege. Nara specifically cited the following reasons for its request. The investigation was conducted by a law enforcement agency, the FBI, and the records are therefore subject to the Freedom of Information Act FOIA. The investigation was a matter of public interest, and the records are therefore subject to the public's right to know. The investigation was conducted over four years ago, and the records are therefore no longer sensitive or confidential. Nara concluded its letter by stating that the release of the records would be in the public interest and would promote transparency and accountability. The boy has not yet responded to Nara's request problem for the citizens these are just a few examples of how the politicized relationship between the DOI and NARA has made it difficult for the two agencies to work together effectively. This has hindered the ability of the government to preserve and make available government records, and it has also eroded public trust in the government. Dr. Blumenthal's blog is independent and all opinions she expresses are her own public domain.